Lombard, the Confanger Shark production. They proudly present. We've already messed it up. Confanger <laughs> Shark proudly presents <laughs> Beyond the Red Waste. Uh, we are thinking of changing the name, though. So <laughs> now that joke is wasted on the gentleman sitting uh, opposite the table from me because he is a monster who has never seen Daria. Well, the monster here clearly is the one who doesn't introduce. Uh, you know, herself or her recording mate before sh- throwing mad shade oh, on him. Oh, the good people of Confanger Shark know who I am, friend. They know you as the creepy guy who lives in my basement. Well, for the good uh, fan base of the Confanger Shark Network, um, I am the Darkroom Knight. Twitter handle. That's not your actual name. It is my actual name. <laughs> okay. Even though we've totally called you Bob on the podcast proper. <laughs> but sure, we'll go with that. I'll totally remember to call you that throughout this podcast. I'm sure you will. Hi out there in listener land. This is uh, Erica. Uh, you may know me on Twitter as uh, Lady Near the Lake. I bitch about wrestling a lot on Monday evenings, but I'm pausing that this evening so we can talk about some uh, Game of Thrones action. Indeed. Um, so it, we we meant to start this last week, uh, but well, that didn't we, happen. We're, we're uh, thirty year old adults who both have uh, forty hour week jobs that sometimes suck. So uh, sometimes we can't follow through on our promises. It, it's good practice for when we eventually have children to disappoint. Very true. So so, but we're here now. We we're are here, here now when it matters. We are here now, and this is something we've been wanting to do. Uh, Especially since we sit and talk about this anyways. Uh, So we thought it would be good to present our ideas, our thoughts to you, the uh, audience. Uh, We just want to throw down some general ground rules for this podcast. Um, uh, We don't want to run longer than the actual runtime of the show. If you spend more time analyzing the show than it actually ran, uh, that just kind of seems silly. See, uh... What are you calling yourself? The new Time Lord? <laughs> the new Time Lord here has clearly never listened to any of Confanger Shark's Steven Universe episodes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I take that as a direct insult. Well, that one's but that's tough, because those are short. That's fine. It's all right. All right. Also, we would like to apologize for the bone uh, chomping you may hear here in the... Uh, great hall at House Lombard. That it's is... actually the sound effect of Ramsey's dogs... Not Bob the dog chewing on his oversized bone. No, definitely not. Yeah, we did get a very special guest for this uh, this inaugural <laughs> episode of uh, Beyond the Red Waste. Remember, we are thinking of changing the name. We did get some of the hounds that devoured poor Fat Walda and her adorable little baby. On that note, <laughs> uh, we should mention that we are talking about something that has happened. So we this will be full of spoilers. Uh, Which really, if it's a Game of Thrones... Anything, I think. It's just... I feel like at this point it should be... You have to throw the warning. You have to throw the warning. I do. I I can appreciate that. Um, We are... You know, we have both read the books. Uh, Well, he's read all the way through five. Uh, I got a little bored after uh, 
Feast for Crows, so I uh, utilize a wiki of ice and fire (laughs) for my uh, foreknowledge of book five. Point being, um, any book comparisons are totally on the table, and we may venture into that realm, though we are going to focus on the show. Basically spoilers for everything. Yes. Um, And if uh, you're drinking right now, just keep doing that. Uh, I strongly encourage it. Drinks are always encouraged here at the House Lombard. I have some crappy beer that we bought for guests, and I just want to get rid of it. I'm drinking some water because I'm lame. So anyways... Um, in order to keep with our uh, promise to keep it to roughly an hour... Well, actually, I think we're going to... Uh, we are immediately going to break that promise because we are discussing two episodes. That's true. Day. We will probably go a little over. We're going to try to keep it to a taut hour, which if you are a uh, regular Confanger Shark listener and uh, have listened to either Chat Talk or Call the Damn Match, you know that that's a little hard for us, but... Um, We've got a different crew here, so we're going to try to be a little less verbose, but that is a promise we probably won't be able to keep. Um, one final note before we actually start talking about this is that um, the lady and I are both in the same location, so if at any point you hear um, you know, weapons being pulled out to beat each other because we disagree... Um, that is one of the disadvantages of not recording, you know, in different locations. So you've heard him just say that he's going to beat his wife. So keep your phones at 911 ready, please. Believe me, it would go the other way. Oh my, yes it would. (laughs) So let's get to it. Um, so episode one, open... Well, we'll do a very brief rundown, because obviously you've listened. I don't know why I'm looking at the computer as if I'm talking to you, as if you're sitting here. But hello, hi, how are you? You're looking well. We're going to do a quick rundown of uh, the first episode, which I'm hoping that you've watched. Again, we are going into massive spoilers here. So uh, we started out with uh, Jon Snow totally being dead. Uh, Reminders that Ramsay is uh, still a monster. We got some sweet, sweet Brienne saving Sansa action, which was pretty uh, solid. We got Cersei biding her time because she's on my fantasy team, man. She's gonna she's gonna come back and she's gonna go burn it down crazy, and it's gonna be amazing. Uh, we got saw some dudes get murdered in Dorne. Uh, some table setting in Marine. We got Arya blind and homeless in uh, Bravos, and then Miss I always say her name wrong. Melisandre. That's how I'm going. Maybe Melisandre. Whatever. Whatever. I'm going to say it how I'm going to say it. I go with the soft A. I'm an American, and I don't do soft A's. That's more because I'm a Chicagoan. So, deal with it, Mr. East Coast. (laughs) Uh, Melisandre ended up uh, destroying penises everywhere when she took her necklace off. And a glorious reveal that I got a kick out of very, very much so. You were a little taken aback. It was kind of funny. It was... It was... It was genuinely... A surprise moment. You know, there were, that was never anything anyone had mm-hmm. thought of. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. What? She has very nice boobs. And we were all she admiring does. her very nice she boobs. Very and nice then they boobs. cut back, and it was old lady saggy boobs. I mean, who didn't lose their boner? That's all I'm saying. 
What, what is, what's your new time lord? I'm never getting your Bob. That's your name. Your Bob is checking text messages from somebody. That's why we had that long, pronounced period of silence. Um, no. So that was it. Was a surprise. It, it genuinely that I thought that was between that and the events of Dorne were probably the most surprising things that happened. Well, the Dorne the stuff got laughs out of both of us because it was so like, oh. Oh, okay. So these people are completely inconsequential. Right. Brad. Um, the I actually like the Dorn stuff. Yeah, I think it's better in the books. Um. Well, yes. They haven't really done anything with it. Well, in the I show. liked what they did in this episode. Is they kind of they said we're pushing this storyline forward, and we're going to do something with it. Because you're right. In the the show so far, it's been kind of. Lackluster. Why, why? Why? It just feels kind of tacked on. Yes. Um, uh, hopefully, this starts something more interesting with Dorn. One can only hope. One can only hope. Well, because it does feel like we talked about this uh, after that first episode, especially since you see those folks getting killed. Uh, it just seems like we're we've got the end game in sight now. It almost feels like Lost, like after that really like weird section of like the first part of season three where they were like, we don't know how long we're going to be on, so we got to just stretch for time, and it was garbage, but then it got really good again after the end of, uh, at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. I feel that that's where we're at with Game of Thrones. They've got that, the, the end walk is in sight, and I think they said they've got, what, maybe 17 episodes in them after this? Yeah. So I think we're going to get the classic HBO two-part last season, which is fine, because you want to give them enough time to tell the story that they want to tell and get to the ending they want to get to. But Right. I think this has been, uh, like, this has really been great for HBO, because it's set them free. They're like, okay, we're ahead of the books now. I mean, we haven't we can do- expressively been told that next season is it. There's been some implication, I feel. I don't know if they've actually come out and said it. I could be wrong about that. I just haven't seen anything. But no, you're absolutely right. You're not trying to stick to the books anymore. And they did wait for as long as they could. And it's just kind of like... I was really hoping um, book six would come out before this season. but I think we all knew that wasn't going to happen, though. And it's probably for the better. I think so, too. Because just let the show be its own thing, then. Right. And, you know... Sure, you're gonna get some massive spoilers because there's no, there's no way that Jon Snow is dead in the books. I'm sorry, it's just, oh. it's not. It'd be amazing if he was. It'd be the ultimate like troll move. Like, oh yeah, he's he's dead. Yeah, of course he's dead. Of course he's dead. I am George R. R. Martin, destroyer of your favorite characters. <laughs> of course he's dead. Well, you know, and I, I honestly, I wouldn't feel too bad if this does end up hurting book sales because it's not going to. Uh, I th- no, it's not. I think it could. No. I, I think I think there may be a subset of the audience that the only reason they read the books was because of the show, and they may not be interested in it once they have the end from the show. I don't know that that's a very large group of people. I don't think it's going to hurt book sales at all. I don't know. It'd be interesting. If it did, I wouldn't feel too bad, because he is taking his... Fucking sweet ass time. I can understand because I've been, and I am not a writer by any stretch of the goddamn imagination. I've been working on the same fucking story since like sophomore year of high school when I was like 
what, 14? I'm almost 32, and I still have not finished this fucking story. It's gone through at least 57,000 iterations at this point. So I can kind of sympathize, but at the same time, motherfucker, I want to read your book. Let's and go. you're a professional writer. Let's go here. What, what's taken so Stephen long? Stephen King, like, knocked out 17 books a day. Yes. You know? Granted, like, if you read them all in succession, they're basically the exact <laughs> same book. book, yeah. They're basically the same thing, but that's all right. You know. That's all right. Crank out some copies, Do man. your thing, Stevie. It's okay. Crank out. Speaking of which, I have a stand sitting upstairs that I have to start again, which I have yeah. read. I'm going to finish our stop before those last, like, hundred pages because the ending of that book is fucking garbage. Um, but I digress. We, we diverted. Um, it's like an episode so- of Chat Talk up in here. <laughs> so we ended with Melisandre in episode one. Um, then you move into episode two, and you start back. Well, and I was happy to see, because it was one of those, like, okay, why is she, is she just going to lie down because she's tired? Is it just, I've lost all faith in the Lord of Lights? Was she dying? Like, I was happy There's to see that she was, like, hadn't died. Because I didn't think that was going to happen. But with this fucking show, you never know. So it was like, oh, come on, don't kill, don't kill her off. You know, right. lying, whatever. But I was happy to see that that wasn't the case at all. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, episode two, uh, Jon Snow is still totally dead and will remain so forever. Forever, dead is dead. Dead is dead. To quote Ben from Lost, "What is dead may never die." Spoilers. <laughs> uh, Ramsay is still uh, totally a monster. Uh, King's moot. King's moot. I'm. I, I need to stop on that for a minute because I. I'm really interested in why you're so set on the King's moot. Can I tell you why I'm yes. so interested in the King's moot? Yes. Because it's a fun motherfucking word to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I always like the idea of the Iron Islands. I like uh, what is her name, Yara, on the show. She's Asha in the books, isn't yep. she? I like the idea of her, and I was a little sad that we didn't get any check-ins with them last season. So it almost feels like they're shotgunning it this season, mm-hmm. which, fine, you know, throw, uh, what was his name? Balin? Balin. Balin. Greyjoy. Just hook him off. That's cool. I'm into that. Well, I like that they did that in the, in the show, because in the book, it's... It's kind of off-camera, isn't it's it? It's off-camera. There's kind of this assumption that someone threw him off. Well, it was a they imply it's a faceless man that was hired by one of the brothers, right? Right, but you know, it, you know, it it's kind of played off as they don't know. There's no proof. They there's nothing they can do. Um, and I mean, in this situation too, like there was no one around. Yeah. Um. So, but it's nice to see. Oh yeah, no, it definitely was. Right. Exactly. Well, that's kind of the nice thing about the show is that you can't really keep stuff like that hidden unless you do completely just do it off screen. Unless you kept, like, the cloak over his face and stuff, but, I mean, you're not going to change his voice at all. We would have eventually figured out that it was him, so it's kind of cool that... Right. But yeah, King's Moot is just really fun to say. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm interested to see how they end up uh, doing it on the show. It will be interesting. See if it goes any different than how it goes in the book. And speaking of Pike, we have uh, Theon is heading home for Ooh. reasons. Reasons? Reasons. Uh, Tyrion made friends with some dragons, which was, uh, that speech he gave was outstanding. We can talk about that as soon as I get through the, uh, brief recap here. Uh, we get Bran visiting the past, which we'll also talk about later in the episodes when we talk about that preview for next week. 
Because holy shit, guys, Tower of Joy. Uh, Jamie confronts the High Sparrow. He uh, does not fuck him on the uh, <laughs> uh, funeral whatever of his uh, child, as uh, he did with Cersei. Like, why did they do that? Why did they have him uh, rape her? It just didn't make any sense. It really didn't. And then they just completely ignored it for the rest of the season. They, were, they had him on this great redemption story right? arc. Right? And then it's like, oh, now you know I'm going to rape my sister. Because we don't, you know what? We we did not have enough rape. In you know, Thrones. you know what really bothers me about it more than anything. Um, you know, people complained about the um, about Ramsay raping Sansa, um, and I think there's perfectly legitimate criticism there. Um, but that made sense for the character, at least. Fine. But I mean, this is a rabbit hole that we can spend an right. entire Right, and I, I, and I don't want to talk. You know, I don't want to get into. You know, we don't need to see it. I like. I, I completely understand that. It at least made sense for the character. Fine. It didn't make sense for Jamie to rape Cersei. Not on the trajectory they had him on. No. And also. And where he's gone. A little too much rape in Game of Thrones. I'm going to come out and say it. Controversial statement. Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think so, but as a woman, it really fucking irks me that every time I turn this well, goddamn we'll, television we'll show see, on... We'll see how this season goes. The writers did come out and say, you know, we, we took a lot of that feedback, and, you know, we're going to try and work with that. You know, and if they respond to it, that's a great thing. Which I would appreciate, because, again, I realize it's... I, I had a similar discussion with somebody regarding the television show Vikings... Was that, oh, well, it's, it's the era that they live in. Okay, I understand that. I'm, I'm not an idiot. It's just I don't need it to be slapped in my face. Right. I don't need that constantly when I'm trying to, you know, be entertained. Right. So, okay, I get it. It's a very harsh world that they live in. That happens. I don't need to see it constantly. Agreed. And we could use a little more dick on the show. A lot of tits, not a lot of dick. Just saying. A lot of man-ass, though. Could use a little more dick, though. And do you want to see dick, or do you just want it to be equal? Oh, it's an equal thing. Okay. I don't need to see any more dick. I'm just saying I would like it to be equal. <laughs> the female form is a beautiful thing, but the male um, form is not. Uh, That's just art. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> Now, that's a wrong and horrible statement to say, even though it's true. So, um, we get Tommen coming to apologize to Cersei, and Cersei, uh... Oh, Plotting his death. When it happens, she's gonna go. It, it was just like we were watching Raw, and they're just turning the screws on poor Steph all episode. And she's gonna go completely, like, burn it down bonkers. Like, it's Here's gonna the be question. Does she, does she kill Tommen herself... Or does she have not the mountain do it? Oh, totally. He's not the mountain. What are you talking about? No, not at He's all. He's Sir Robert Strong. He is. With a zombie face. <laughs> it's not the mountain. What are you talking about? Um, I don't know about that. I think... Um, I don't know. Because I had this conversation with a friend uh, of mine um, who I'm in the Game of Thrones fantasy league with. Because um, that's information that you need to know. And I thought it'd be very interesting if Cersei decides to kill Tommen to spare him some horrible... Yeah, it's terrible beer. What are you staring at it like that for? Just finish it. It's, yeah, it's the worst. More. Okay, we'll go get more. <laughs> Continue. No, well, I was just going to comment on our bickering, and then I kind of like went away for a second, so... Ah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meaningful looks don't mean anything on a podcast, Bob. It's true. Very true. That's why you got to vocalize it. Exactly. Lots of vocalizations. But, um, yeah, I thought it'd be very interesting if Cersei wanting to spare Tommen some uh, gruesome fate like Joffrey or... Um, what's the daughter's name? Starts with an M. Um, We're a terrible podcast. We should have looked this up beforehand. What was her name? Marcella? Marcella. There it is. You're right. I got there eventually. Um, Inconsequential character number 53. There's many of those on Game of Thrones. But, um, I mean, she died pretty horribly. So did Joffrey. I mean, they both died from poisoning, which I didn't even think about until right now. Right. So it'd be very... Because you have that scene from uh, Blackwater back in season two where Cersei's on the Iron Throne with Tommen and she's going to poison both of them. Lots of poison. Hmm? Lots of poison. Lots of poison, yes. But she's going to poison them so they don't, you know, end up being, you know, butchered and all other sorts of fun stuff if uh, Stannis had taken... Uh, Taken King's Landing. Right. So I think that could come back. Because you just look in her eyes and she's, yeah, it's going to happen. Can we talk about how good of an actress she is? How what of an actress? How good of an actress she is. Yeah, sure, she's great. I I mean, between her various, you know, emotions in Game of Thrones, between being, you know, sinister and being depressed completely and, broken and, and just defeated bonkers. She, uh, oh she, no yeah she conveys the emotion very well Lena Headley is the actress's is name is it Headley or Hedley Hedley I think I've already proven that I don't pronounce things correctly so it's okay we can just mispronounce everything see here's the thing we can't if we're gonna do that we gotta mispronounce everything okay to, for you know fairness so people can just tell us that we're the biggest idiots in the universe and shouldn't right. have a podcast Exactly. Cool. This is the first one, guys. you got to give us some leeway here. Flying by the seat of our pants. <laughs> so we are. And then, shock of all shocks. Again, folks, spoiler alert. Jon Snow came back to life. <gasps> <gasps> okay, the internet reaction to this was so stupid. Because See, I, I ignored the internet reaction because I was in the midst of watching uh, a WWE pay-per-view. Yes. So I was busy getting, like, irrationally angry at the ending of that. So I was trying to stay off the Twitters so I didn't see... Because we, we all knew what was happening. I mean, if Come you, on, if people. If you pay... Like, I am very good about not spoiling myself to stuff. I am lady spoiler. Right. Um, and even I could not avoid... Seeing pictures of Kit Harrington on set filming fight scenes. You know what, though, Bob? I don't even think it matter. Excuse me, the new Time Lord. You know what, the new Time Lord? It didn't matter. I'm never gonna like let you live that down. It didn't matter. Not even the one I said. Which one did you say? The Darkroom Knight. Oh, excuse me. That's the, the new Time Lord is my Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Um, then what's the Darkroom Knight? Isn't that your Twitter handle too? That's my knight's name. From when I was knighted. No, but it's totally like part of your Twitter bullshit, isn't it? Is it part of my Twitter bullshit or is it my Tumblr bullshit? I'm pretty sure it's part of your Twitter bullshit. It's not my Tumblr bullshit. You have, oh, no. Um, Bob and I use uh, Tumblr for <laughs> very different things. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving right along. This is more like a insights 
into the House Lombard uh, uh, relationships and shit, rather than a Game of Thrones cast. (laughs) (laughs) That's how the best stories are told. They focus, they tell a plot, but the story's really about something else. So it'd be like last night if uh, during that really long, pointless uh, McMahon sequence, you just saw Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens beating on each other in the crowd in the background. <laughs> that would have made that more Do you think you'll ever record something for Confanger Shark that doesn't reference wrestling? No, because I'm the wrestling person. <laughs> That's my thing. It's what I do. I rant about <laughs> WWE for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but it was just one of those things where it was like just in, in the sense of the story, it didn't make sense for Jon Snow to be dead. No, and I mean I guess you could say that about uh, Ned Stark back in season one, but I think the whole point of that was to be like no one is safe. Anyone right, can that was die in any minute. Story. But if you're going to tell, because it, it still has to be a satisfying story. Right. Like, you couldn't have killed off Jon Snow without us finding out... <laughs> Bob the dog is looking for some cuddles and pets. And he really wants to be part of the podcast. He's being very distracting with his cuteness. We'll post some pictures. But you have to have, like, a, a, a narrative arc. And we have to know what happened with, like, his, um, his past and where he came from and who were his parents... And that kind of a thing. So just killing him off didn't make any sense uh, it, it, for the narrative at all. I didn't think. Um, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about like you could say the same thing about like any of the multiple deaths that have been on this show. But that one, it just Jon Snow seems like such a pivotal character. Well, at this point, it'd be like killing off Tyrion at you, this point. You've killed off so many major characters at this point. Um, so many Starks. Like, come so, on. Lots of Starks. Um, if you killed off another one of these cornerstone characters... You run the risk of pissing people off and alienating people. Right. And granted, I know some television shows like to do that. And they want, like, you know, the shock value. But what you're going for, more than anything, is to tell a competent, satisfying story. Right. And at this point, I feel if you kill off any of those major characters... Before the end. Before we're, like, at the end. It's just not going to be satisfying. Right. And you, you've had... Because I need Sansa and Arya. I need to get some, like, revenge for the Starks. I need Jon Snow in the Bastard Bowl. I need... Oh, oh. You know what I really need? Clegane Bowl. But we can talk about that later. Because that just came out of nowhere. It has nothing to do with what I was referring to. No. But, yeah, you need to see some of these characters. Like, I need to see Tyrion, like, come back triumphantly. Yeah, payoff. Exactly. Well, and you, you know, by killing off the people you have killed off to this point, you know, you've really set up great motivation for the remaining characters to fucking go crazy on each other. Exactly. Which is what we've all, I think, what we've wanted from the beginning. It's true. So, you've got, I think we've got a, we're set up for a great run to the end now. And that's some, uh, that looks like the Tower of Joy. That's what it looks like. Yeah, you're right. Um, I, you know. That seems like a very early thing. For episode, like, three. Unless we're really just got the pedal down to the metal and we're just going. 
Yeah, it almost like I'm. I'm almost as so long as it is actually the Tower of Joy. Um, it, I have to wonder if HBO is worried about viewership. It could be because the. I mean, I've really enjoyed the seasons. You know, the first two episodes because it really is pushing the plot forward at a much more brisk pace. Right, and I feel like last season was kind of getting to be... Except, I mean, there were great episodes last season. Hard Home was an amazing episode of television. But, yeah, it's getting to a point where it's like, okay, everyone is so spread so far. I want to see people start coming together, and I want to see shit starting to get wrecked. Right. Um, So... It, it just last season was the you felt that padding you felt them spinning their wheels yeah they were trying to buy time well, and, and they even... must have thought that the winds of winter was coming oh i'm sure that they did cuz he told them that it was yeah. so between him and the po- yeah because otherwise i think they would have done last season very differently i think you're right and i mean i even skipped out on a couple episodes last season cuz once i heard what happened to sansa i got irrationally angry and was like fuck this show mm. but um i did come back and i am still watching it cuz it's like okay i'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt here but like i said it does get a little frustrating but um no i think that if that we are learning of jon snow's parentage unless they're going to do like the ultimate like cock block and he's just about to find out and uh max von Sydow pulls him back to give him the map to uh, find Luke Skywalker. I mean... We'll see, we'll see what next week... I don't think they would do that at this point in the show. I don't think so either, but with this show, you never know. Right. Uh, I don't know. I just I gather by the way they're going. Like they, I, I think HBO, if they don't know, they should know. At this point, there's enough uh, just inherent cliffhanger... That you don't need to end an episode on a huge cliffhanger, at least during the regular, through the normal course of the season. I don't know that they're even going to do that at the like end of this season, because usually with the Game of Thrones one or with HBO shows in general, you get that second to last episode. It's the Sopranos model. The second to last episode was where you would get like all the hits and the killings and all the bloodshed and whatever and the bonkersness. And that last episode would be the setting the table for the next season, dealing with some of the fallout from the deaths, and then kind of steering us to where we're going to go. Right. So I think we're probably going to get some kind of uh, large battle in episode nine. This is the speculative portion of the podcast, folks. Again, I'm turning to look at the computer as if somebody's sitting there. I'm used to chat talk, folks. I'm used to like looking at Eric across the uh, in the computer screen. But um, I think that's where we get the Bastard Bull, because I think ultimately Jon Snow is going to march down from the north to retake Winterfell. I'll be interested to see if it really lasts that long, if it gets, if they drag it out to episode nine. Because we're on episode two already, and uh, there's a lot of, if Ramsay's, you know, it's, you know, Ramsay has started things in motion, and if it really takes him, Seven episodes to meet up with Jon Snow. Oh, we didn't really talk about Roos getting ganked in this episode, oh, we haven't. did we? Yeah, that came out of left field. That was another, like, huh. Got 20 points for it on my fantasy team, though. Yes. Uh, one of those things that it's like, when you think about it, it's not surprising. But in the moment, 
It was definitely it was, like, whoa. Well, because before we started watching the episode, we remembered the preview saying that, uh, um, oh no, they mentioned it in the first episode that Roos's wife was pregnant and that she was due any day. And we were like, oh, that baby's a boy. That baby ain't making it out of episode two. That's just not happening. And then it's like, okay, well, if Ramsey kills the baby, either Roos or Ramsey has to die. Because right. Roos isn't going to stand for that shit. So it was just genuinely shocking the way it happened. It's like it, you almost couldn't tell who got stabbed at first. Right. That was like, what's going on? Um, oh, could you imagine how different it would go if Roos had murdered Ramsey? You know what? Though we need we need that need strong chaos. central like villain. Yeah. You know, because you may still hate the Lannisters. I personally like adore Cersei. She's just wonderful. So, and I mean, I enjoyed Jamie on his, you know, quasi-redemption arc. I don't know if they're going to kind of keep going with that this season. But, um, what was it? Oh, we need, like, uh, we need that, we all wanted Joffrey to die so badly. We needed that other character to step into that role. Right. And now it's, it's Ramsey. Right. So, um, like I said, I'm not sure it'll last all the way to episode nine, though, that would... If this was last season and we were running at the same pace you as would last say season, yes. without a question. So let me throw this out there. Yeah. Try it on, see how it fits. Do we get Clegane Bowl episode nine? Are you familiar with this term? I keep saying this and I don't know. If I know exactly what you're talking I'm just about. Try, I'm just making sure. Yes. Now, if you're listening to this, I would hope that you've probably heard whispers of how you're supposed to get hype for Clegane Bowl. And you can just get hype. You don't have to stay hype. You can get hype appropriately because of wrestling. But it's uh, the theory that Sir Robert Strong, who we know is not the mountain. Totally not. Is actually the zombie mountain. (gasps) 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 And uh, that um, the hound is not actually dead. He was taken in by, I think it's the Quiet Isle. I could be remembering that incorrectly. But it was taken in by uh, this order there, you know, brought back to health. Because we did not see him die on screen. Nope. And this is a show where if you don't die on screen, your ass ain't really dead until you show me a corpse. Unless you're Stannis. Unless you're Stannis the Manus. Then, unfortunately. I don't think the actor really liked being on the show, though, from what I read. Really? Yeah. Did he not like the character or did he not like the production? I don't know. I didn't read too uh, deeply into it, but, I mean, I could... I always enjoyed Stannis. Such a delightful douchebag. Until he uh, murdered his daughter, but you know. What a brutal scene. Yeah, that was a little rough last year. That was another one where I'm like, really? Do we really need to do this to another young girl? Well, and you you know Davos knows. And how... Why is he okay with... Why hasn't he just murdered her? Horribly. That's one of the things that's kind of like, oh, suddenly he's like all about her. It's a little... I mean, there's there's been some narrative leaks, leaps that have been taken. Yeah. But I haven't <clears throat> stopped explaining the game ball. So that uh, the Hound is still alive and the uh, Faith Militant is ultimately going to use him as their champion versus uh, Cersei's champion, the Hound. Because she still has to go to trial, right? Right. So... Get hype, Bob. You don't look hype. And it's really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> the Hound is one of my favorite characters. Oh, he's 
he was... He's also on my fantasy team. So, he, I would really like him to come back. He is one of the most interesting characters in the show. And in the book, I would argue. Yeah. Um, he was funny. He had a fairly complicated... He has a fairly complicated backstory. Um... But speaking of funny characters who I would like to see. Littlefinger? No. Braun? Braun. I was just going Where to Where the him fuck up. was Braun? <laughs> I was going to get to uh, characters that we haven't seen yet this season. Braun better be fucking okay. He better be in, he better have been left in Dorne. Yes. And he's just getting fucked Which night is and day. Fine. Fucked and drunk. As long as he is alive. <laughs> that is all that I care about. I want it to be Braun, the hound. And, like, maybe, like, four other people at the end of all of this bullshit. Just chilling in the Iron Throne room. I eating want, some chicken and drinking some meat. I want Bronn just to be kind of the Sand Snakes bitch. And I'm fine he, with that. He's just That's sitting there being and I think he's completely content with that, I though. think he'd be fine with he'd it. He'd be cool. <laughs> it's just one of those, like, side characters that's so perfect. And it's like, nothing better fucking happen to him. So, of course, he's going to die horribly. Of course. But no, we uh, mentioned when we were talking about it um, after last week's episode, where's Littlefinger? We have not seen Littlefinger yet. Um, God knows what he's doing. Because to me, and we, I think we, I may have been talking about this with you, it's, if you remember back to season one, you had that great uh, scene between Varys and Littlefinger in the Iron Throne Room. Where uh, Littlefinger was just staring at the Iron Throne like, I want that, and that's going to be mine. I may have been with Sheila that I was talking about this. I don't think it was season one. Yes, it was. I don't think so. Yes, it was. It was season one. Are you sure? I am, I am sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It was totally in season one, jerk. Maybe I will look it up now. Good. Yeah, look it up. And they're like ultimately, I think that those two are kind of the ultimate puppet masters behind everything, because you see them trying to shuffle these like various moving parts. Right. So it'll be interesting to see those two finally come back to a head. Yeah, I mean, and you know. Well, and the other, how long are the people uh, hanging out in Marine? Are gonna how long? How much longer are they gonna be hanging out in Marine? They can't be there much longer. I wouldn't think so. Well, and here's... With with Daenerys, there is a lot of story they have to cover before they can wrap this thing up. And you know what? I just don't really care about her stuff anymore. Because she... She needs to wrap up Marine. Mm-hmm. But currently, she's stuck in... Uh, with the Dothraki. So she needs to get rescued from the Dothraki. Which I think we'll be seeing either next episode or the episode after that. Then she needs to get back to Marine. I think Jorah's gonna do some sacrificing of himself so that Dario can get her away back to Marine. And Then in Marine, she needs to fix shit. And then she's gotta go back to Westeros. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of her story. That needs to be told. Well, and a lot of that with the ships, if I remember correctly, weren't um, some of the Ironborn sailing for Marine to like request her like hand, yeah. right? Am I remember that correctly? That's correct. Um, so there's your ship problem solved because the ships got destroyed uh, the first episode. Right. 
So if we've got all these parts moving, it just seems like a lot of this season is going to be getting everything into place to where it needs to be for that final... Because it's ultimately going to be everybody in the Seven Kingdoms versus the White Walkers. That's what we're kind of building toward. Right. And which makes sense. So, the que- you know, I think the question is, where does this season leave off? Does it leave off with... Well, and, I mean, we talked about not killing off any more major characters, but... I mean, I don't see the Starks and uh, the Lannisters working together to defeat the White no, Walkers. No, it is possible, though I find it unlikely that the Lannisters don't make it to the final season. Jamie and Cersei. Yeah. I think Tyrion makes it. I think Tyrion. Tyrion's gonna make it all the way. I think Tyrion's got to. They'd be really fucking stupid to kill off Peter Dinklage at this point. Really, yeah. really. Well, really and stupid. because because they're ahead of the books now, I think they they as what, showrunners aren't going to kill him off. Right. It might happen in the books because again, George R. R. Martin. Oh, is. you like him? Yeah. Oh, oh he fuck is you. So dead. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. you know how dead he is. <laughs> Just like Jon Snow. Oh, 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 oh. Um, um, so the next episode is called Oathbreaker. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some people are thinking we might get a certain appearance from a uh, I just, certain dead character in that episode. I don't think so. No? I think... Uh, I need Vengeful Laney Stoneheart in my life, though, Bob. I don't think so, and I think this is a decision they're right on. Um, I think it would uh, just overclutter what they're doing. I think that what they need, what they're, what they need to do now, is consolidate the story and build towards a finale. I will give you that, as long as the Hound comes back. I think the Hound's coming back. Right. I don't think there's any way he doesn't come back. No. Yeah, I think he does. Because I'm pretty sure they've seen that actor on set as well. Rory McCain, I think his name is. Sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Um, and Ian McShane wandering around, spoiling the shit out of everything for everybody. Well, I mean, he's only in the one episode. And does not give any kind of shit. It's awesome. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I bring somebody back. And Jon Snow's already back. That was one of the people that uh, he said it could be. So now it's like, hmm. 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 Yeah, I th- think the hound's coming back. I think you need him. You do. You really do need him. Um, but you, yeah, I mean, you're getting to the point where we do really have to climax with the infighting in Westeros. That needs to get settled before we can turn our eyes to the White Walkers. Right. Um, Which I really do hope that a lot of the last season is about, because I think that could be a very interesting shift for the show. It could be. I think it would be great. Um, it would really have like a feeling of this is the end walk. Right. Not just all of the same bickering that we've been watching. And not that I don't enjoy the bickering. I mean, you could even have like the Seven Kingdoms are uniting to fight the White Walkers, and that's when Danny decides to swoop in. So, before you get to that, though, how do you think... 
How do you think ultimately things go down between the Faith Militant and the Lannisters? I mean, the the Clegane Bowl, the trial, that kind of sets things off. I think it's going to depend on how... Because I, in my humble opinion, if that happens, you have to have the Hound to win. So then Cersei... It has to be. She has to be punished. Well, what, then, right? Well, wouldn't wouldn't that be kind of like? Uh, Jamie's not going to let anything happen to Cersei again. Neither is Tommen. He said it this episode. So, if wouldn't that be like though throwing AJ Styles against Jericho, and then making Jericho win, even though it makes more sense to put over the younger talent? Your metaphor doesn't make any sense. I know. So, I'm going to ignore. Actually, Everything I thought it made sense. There, and maybe it made sense in your head. It but did. You said it, it didn't no, it didn't make any sense. You don't get to make the wrestling references. I do. That's my thing. It's gimmick infringement. <laughs> and I really don't fucking appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think because we saw this episode, Tommen said, I'm not. Uh, Jamie so said basic- too, he's not going to let anything happen to Cersei. So she's going to be condemned. Yes. And then they're just going to be like, fuck you. Basically, and is what I believe will end up happening. Okay. That and that's makes when sense. you get that clash in King's Landing. Now, do you think the Faith Militant lasts to fight the White Walkers? I don't know. I'm not sure. It could. I mean, uh, it also depends on you could have those two forces clashing. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of that. You've got that shit from the north coming south, or winter hits. Because we haven't seen it start snowing in King's Landing. Right. And we already know that winter's here, and it's traveling south. Right. The other thing is, you have to remember Danny's vision from um, House of the Undying in Season 2, where she walked into the Iron Throne Room, and it was all covered in snow. It was like, looked like it had been abandoned. So, I mean, that could still mean something. Right. Mm, excuse me. Like, I almost think it wouldn't be the worst idea, because I really didn't like Danny's storyline in season two. I thought it was really it, just a lot of wheels spinning, because it, yeah, I didn't like it at all. But um, there's so much that I think that is going to come back. I'm trying to remember a time I did like Danny's story. I thought Danny's story in the first season was outstanding. That was about it, though. After that, yeah, I was just kind of like, mm, kind of don't because she just makes so many stupid decisions. But, I mean, and that's the point, right? She's learning how to be a leader, and you have to make these mistakes. That's kind of the whole point of her journey. I, yes, I agree. I, I, it can be very frustrating as a viewer to watch that. Well, I though. think, you know, we talked about this last week. You know, I think it makes so much more sense in the context of the book because she is so much younger. Well, right, exactly. And you can't have... You had to age the characters up because everyone was going to have these horrific things happen to them. Right. So, like, it's just so hard. It's very hard to believe that, you know, an older person would not adapt. Well, and how much time has passed since... In-universe since the first season? Do we know? Not a clue. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Because, I mean, a lot of the kids have done a lot of growing up. Like Mira Reed up in uh, Beyond the Wall with Bran. I was kind of like, who the fuck? Oh, oh, her. Okay, cool. Yeah, she looks completely different now. 
you know, I, I go through <clears throat> I go through most of the cast and I think, okay, I can kind of see where they're going with their character and what they're going to do. One character that I am completely bleh as to what they're doing is Arya. What is her storyline going to be? Um, because I think she's definitely not going to end up being a faceless man. No, I think ultimately she's going to... I mean, she's going to get Needle back. And because she's across uh, the sea, she could end up hooking up with Tyrion and Danny and all them. Possible. She could end up being one of the dragon seeds. Because we need two people to ride the other two dragons. And I think Tyrion is going to be one of them. She's so great. You know, it was such a great scene. We didn't talk about that yet. Oh, we have I love that. His whole um, monologue about how like he, he wanted a dragon when he was a kid. And his awesome father was like, yeah, no, all the dragons are dead. And he cried himself to sleep that night. And blah, 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 blah. it was just, it was great. It was awesome. Because Peter Dinklage is fucking amazing. He really just nails... He does. This He's role. Perfect for it. He really does. Um, and Well, and the really shitty thing about it is you got to think that how many good roles are there for a little person? I don't know right. if that's the correct term. I don't know either. I'm not sure. I apologize if I'm offending anybody. It sounds better than some of the other things that you could say, so I'm going to stick with little person. I don't know. I think I prefer dwarf. You think so? I just don't want to use the well, M word. I, well, right. I, I, I think... Because <coughs> I think if you say little person, it comes off as like trying too hard to be PC. Okay. So should we stick with dwarf? I'm going with dwarf. Okay. I apologize for offending anybody, but we do. We genuinely, I don't... I'm not... I don't know what right. the term is. So. Um, but there aren't that many roles for somebody like him. No, there aren't. And it's awesome that, uh, with how successful he's been on Game of Thrones, that he has been able to get mainstream film roles. That's awesome. Because he's been just knocking it out of the park since he first came on screen in that first season. Yeah. There have been very few uh, scenes where he's been like, okay, you're phoning it home. Uh, he's really just, like, sinking his teeth into it and, like, nah, this is owning this shit. Yeah. He's, he's got it. He's the funniest character. Uh, especially when he's with Varys. Him and Varys together. Varys. Varys is delightful. I want the buddy cop comedy of Varys. Right? Uh, and Tyrion. Um, so, yeah, that was great. I and mean, he had a great line at the end of that scene. And he said, if I ever have an idea like this again. Okay, dwarf and little person are acceptable. Punch me in the face. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he did sell that he was terrified to go down there, but and I think the fact that the dragons didn't immediately incinerate him really kind of leads. That's why I think he's going to end up being one of the dragon riders. Right. It's going to be awesome. Tyrion raining down fiery death from above. <laughs> what more could you want? Oh man! Um, but so far, yeah, episodes one and two. I thought were very good. I think it's just nice to see them actually propelling things forward. I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you start to get to a point where 
they are being like slavishly devoted to the books and it's like okay we can't keep doing this just go ahead because from my understanding they've been told a lot of the major plot points Mm -hmm. maybe not how you're getting there but they know the ultimate end game right is my understanding and I'm sure he has, like, copious notes and shit, too, because George R.R. ain't any spring chicken. Well, at this point, now you're ahead. You know the ending. You know who's going to be alive at the end. Do you bother even trying to coordinate with him anymore? I don't know. I think if you have... It depends. It really depends. You know? Because there's certain shows that will follow up to a certain point and then veer. There's other shows that'll just take the premise and do something completely different. It's it's wildly up in the air. Yeah. So, is he, I mean, and they have, at this point, they've got a blank check to do what they want. Basically. Because if the book was written, the fans could complain that it's deviated too far from the I book. I mean, the fans are going to complain either way. That's what we do. As a wrestling fan, I know this because I complain about literally everything WWE puts on the television. Right. Oh, uh, with the exception of Sami Zayn. <laughs> and Kevin Owens. They're delightful. But, um, Kevin Owens in Game of Thrones... I think he'd do quite well. Oh, I need a Photoshop of him just sitting on that Iron Throne. Yes. That's what I'm going to do at work tomorrow. (laughs) 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 I I really want him to play a character from, in a movie adaptation of one of the Foundation books. Um, I think you told me about this already. I, I just... I had it stuck in my head that this he this was the Kevin guy. <laughs> like he is Kevin. Owens. That's outstanding. Oh, um, my goodness. And I'll never remember his name now. But oh, a DG. 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 There you go. Daniel Giscard. Like it. Um, and he he is Kevin Owens. All right. Veering wildly off course again. Yes. But uh, we do do want to wrap this up here. Like as we said, we don't want to be going uh, too over long. Uh, with these guys, because again, we're chat talking and we're uh, very verbo- verbose over on that show. So uh, we like to keep this a little more succinct. It's hardly succinct, but we're trying. We're trying for you folks. We're trying. So where do you? I mean, we already kind of touched on where we see things going. What um, What are you expecting for next episode? I'm very curious to see what the surprise is for Ramsey, because it can't be Sansa. No. <clears throat> no, it won't be Sansa. I don't think it's going to be Theon either. I don't think so either. Uh, it could be Littlefinger. Could be. Because in theory, he'd be pissed at Littlefinger, right? I mean, it's, it's Ramsay. He's... It's going to be... He'll be pissed at anyone. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, unless it's one of the other heads of the houses um, of the north. Could be Rickon. Could be Rickon. Right, that's how you say his name? I think so. Whatever. Um, Because we haven't seen him since season three? Been a hot minute. It's been a a minute, yeah. Um, So we'll see. I don't know. That one's kind of surprising. Uh, I mean, it looks like the Tower of Joy, and uh, 
I think you're going to see a fair amount of Jon Snow as well. And I think that may actually be the way the season goes, is it may be the first half of the season is much heavier on Jon Snow. And we see the build-up toward the Bastard Bowl. And then the second half of the season is going to be more focused on Maureen and Danny. Could be. Well, I mean, ultimately, I think that those two end up ruling together. I mean, some people have said that John himself is the Song of Ice and Fire because he's, you know, got the Targaryen blood and the Stark blood. But I don't know. Because I don't know that I want to see Danny on the Iron Throne. I don't think so either. And I think, I think the show's done a lot of building up characters to seem like they're going to be mm-hmm. um, the ultimate you know, ruler or, and then it, you know, kills them. Violently and horribly. <laughs> or, or, you know, it shows a lot of flaws um, in, in who they are. So right. um, it wouldn't surprise me if Danny doesn't end up sitting on the Iron Throne. I'd rather she didn't because I don't think it should be another Targaryen. And that's a good point. So, but what does Varys want? Exactly. Ferris wants the Targaryen. Well, he wants what's best for the realm. That's very true, and that could play a huge role. All right, right I mean, at the end. he's kind of seeing what's going on over Marine and taking measure of Danny, and if he's not really into it, I mean, who knows? She might come back and help with the the fight, but she may just end up staying over there. Who knows? Or did you get done with the fight and be like, "This isn't my. If these aren't my people. This isn't like." It's not my land. Right. Deuces. So we'll see. We will see. So we are going to, I don't know, I think maybe we'll try to do this right after uh, the episode next week, because we usually watch it. uh, Last night I didn't, because, uh, again, wrestling. But um, usually we watch it... That night. That night. If not on time. Usually live. That night. So, yeah, we'll we'll follow up again next week. We'll... uh, Look forward to that. And in the meantime, uh, definitely go to uh, configureshark.com. We've got uh, getting some other things off the ground there. We've got Call the Damn Match. We've got Chat Talk. We've got uh, Conspiracy Bros. A um, couple articles here and there. We're trying to get that a little bit more rolling. You can also follow uh, me on Twitter at Lady Near the Lake and Bob at The New Time Lord. And we're, you know, pretty affable on the social medias. Again, I do a lot of bitching on Monday nights and, you know, usually every fourth Sunday. So, uh, yes, hopefully you enjoyed this and we will uh, do this again next week. Alrighty, so have a great week, everyone. I'm Bob. I'm Erica and we are signing off from House Lombard. We might change the title next week. Well, the title was... Beyond the Red Waste. But yeah, we're totally changing that title. Yeah. And props to all of you for getting that joke. Everyone but me. Everyone but you. Because again, you are a monster. Have a lovely night, folks. Cheers.
This has been a Confanger Shark production.